Ladies and gentlemen, Yankees Fireside Chat. You better read it. We're back. We're going to talk about Giancarlo Stanton. He's back, but he can only DH. What is going on? This guy, he's got seven more years. We have a lot to discuss about him. We got the schedule. They changed it. We got only 60 games of baseball. It's going to be regional. Does this hurt the Yankees? Does it help the Yankees? Does it not matter? Who gives a fuck? And finally, COVID. We'll give you updates. We'll talk about the rules. Talk about, you know, some of the rules that they changed. But... You see Jute, you know, it's rare. You see him without sunglasses. You can't see the poot. You lose one oot, you get another. How are we doing, Jute, followed by Poot? Poot's probably eating Arby's. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm probably doing much better than Poot is, especially if he is eating Arby's, because I don't understand who would want, want to even eat that garbage. But I'm doing well, hanging down here in the, you know, the next epicenter of this COVID thing in Florida. So... Uh, at least we're. I'm not. I'm doing good, staying safe. How about you, Poot? You, you can trash talk Arby's all you want. They <laughs> sent me a forty percent off coupon the other day. When was the last time Olive Garden gave you a deal like that? Listen, I bet you if you ran a poll, Arby's versus Olive Garden, I would win. I think actually we did. You already did. And I did win. And I did win. Wow, so a Twitter did. poll. That's what. That's what it's you, all about. You dude. also. You were like campaigning for Olive Garden. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm close. From here on out, you will be known as Little Jute Cup Totoro. Look at that stupid little Yankees tattoo on you. That Let you me probably spend thirty dollars on. Listen, Yankees tattoo. I feel like we don't really see it much. Yeah, you know, I got it when I was eighteen. It's kind of faded a little bit. Uh, I got, you know, it was. You can tell that it's kind of kind faded, of faded. Uh, that, that's a Michael Jackson fade. Sammy Sosa fade. Sammy Sosa, yeah. Uh, by the way, I mean a lot of things, a lot of things have happened since you know we haven't been on. But if you watch Long Gone Summer, uh, that documentary on ESPN, Cubby fans, please let Sammy Sosa back into Wrigley Field. Enough has been enough. I mean, the guy would basically made the Cubs legitimate for some time in the '90s during that hundred year of just craziness stretch where you haven't won a champion. So let Sammy back in. We should lead that petition movement. Yankees fireside chat leading a Cubs petition. I Slet love it. Sammy it's, so, Pack. it's so stupid. It's for our brand. Yeah. It is. And then my that second thing is, oh, you know, yeah, you got to give me an opportunity to defend myself. We weren't. I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but you, of course, throwing mud over there, saying on Twitter that I rather have had Paul O'Neill than Ken Griffey Jr. And of course, of course, you got all the Twitter army out there, you know, laying it to me about how stupid I am. I don't know baseball. But you know what? I'm defending myself. I did rather have Mission, Paul on there. Mission. I know what I'm talking about. I do. I can't wait for this. I do. How it. many championships does Ken Griffey Jr. have? Let me guess. Survey says, guess guess how much? The answer is zero. Okay? Ken Griffey Jr. has won zero world championships. 
Paul O'Neill, the warrior, the spirit of the Yankees in the 90s, late 90s, has led us to four championships. That's the that's the only thing I have to say about that. You know, Griffey saying the, the thing, thing wasn't. It wasn't who would you rather have. It was you were like that Paul O'Neill was better than Ken Griffey. One was almost a unanimous Hall of Famer. I'm just not a fan of Griffey. I just thought he was, you know, too smug. Oh, you know, I don't want to ever be on the Yankees. I'd rather retire than be on the Yankees. So rub me the wrong way. Go play up in Seattle. No one cares about you anyway. And then, of course, you know, he played in Cincinnati. You're the biggest A-Rod fan. I love A-Rod. Don't even get me started on that. Go play Cincinnati. The guy, they were literally booing him in Cincinnati because his legs legs couldn't, you know, just like Giancarlo is probably going to wind up up here. But that's later in the show. Let's continue. I don't want to go on a Ken Griffey Jr. rant right now. Let's get to the script. Let's get to the COVID update. part, Part of the new YFC, the new YFC experience. We want to make these episodes a little quicker, a little shorter. Already, we're not doing a good job. So, COVID, obviously, we know about that. But causing a 60-game season, we got some funky rules this year. We're going to including, you know, in extra innings, the runner's going to start on second base. Um, so that, you know, tons of rule changes with testing the players. They're going to test them basically every other day. You have to pass. If you fail, you have to pass two tests in a row. This way, um, you know, after 10 days of quarantine, you know, so there's definitely a lot of, this is a weird season. It's completely weird between the testing. I mean, I'm a little worried in a way because I texted you, Jude, if you have to sit out for 10 days, if you test positive, you could be asymptomatic. I'm just worried that it's going to happen. What happens if that happens? ALCS game three. And now someone like Garrett Cole, he has it. And now he's out for 10 days. What happens? Like, I'm, I'm curious. The one thing I haven't found, I was trying to look into it. Who administers the test? I'm assuming it's MLB officials, someone who's like bipartisan. Because otherwise, why wouldn't the teams, if, you know, the Mets lose DeGrom because of it and they're in a big game, why wouldn't they say you're asymptomatic and he wants to pitch? You know, I'm not sure who's doing it, but I'll assume that's MLB. Look, baseball's doing it all wrong. I'm going to say it right then and there. Uh, but, uh, football, not football, I'm sorry. Basketball and hockey, they're administering the bubbles where the players could not go in or out. Baseball's doing it wrong. From what I'm hearing, and, I, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Moot, is that the baseball players are actually at freedom of will to go wherever they want after they leave the stadium. They I mean, are. Uh, that's a problem, bro, especially with your younger athletes. I mean, I mean, I know, I don't, I mean, in our state down here, bars are closed, but that's not everywhere else. I mean, you're going to be having your, your younger guys going out, partying. I mean, look, I saw a video in Michigan yesterday at July 4th. It was craziness uh, what they were doing out there in um, one of these party areas. So, I mean, I think baseball's doing it wrong, man. I, you're going to have players going out. Um, and, and the players did it the other day. Judge Hicks, and I forgot who else was out there, was hitting balls at another place that wasn't, you know, at the ballpark. I, I, I think this is a big issue because someone's going to get sick and it's going to alter the opportunity for a, a team to win a championship, and it could be the Yankees. So, I mean, one thing that's kind of interesting, you've seen guys like Zach Britton. I think he's really the only one, at least on the Yankees, who said that he's not even going to see his family, that he's going to go to the ballpark. He's going to go to, I think he said he's going to rent his, like, you know, an apartment somewhere. He's not going to get, you know, he doesn't want to get anybody sick. He doesn't want his family to get sick. He's not going to go out. So, I mean, I think more players kind of have that idea. But, I mean, some of the rules, too, I mean, you look into it, spitting is prohibited. uh, Pitchers can't lick their hands. 
you know, they're not really supposed to shower at the ballpark. I kind of agree with you. I think the bubble idea was the best one. Unfortunately, I think MLB at one point, the two places they really were considering, or three, I know it was Florida, Texas, and Arizona. All of them are spiked. <laughs> not so, I now. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I think it's tough. It's going to be tough to put all those guys in a bubble, but we see some guys already are asymptomatic. It's something that I think all year, it's going to be a very weird season. It's going to be weird, and, and we can segue into the schedule, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, think about it. Some guy, you know, Aaron Judge gets hungry, wants to go to an Arby's drive through with Poot, uh, you know, after the game, and all of a sudden, Aaron Judge is out for 14 days because he has COVID-19 for don't stopping my Arby's. Don't innocent Arby's into this. No Arby's important. <laughs> no Arby's hits people's temperatures when they go to work. Yeah, well, Are you kidding me? John Heyman. It's Arby's every day, and I'm pretty sure that he's okay. You still? Uh, I don't know. I just it's it's not. I don't know. To me, I don't think it's gonna work. I think you gotta. If I was leading a team, if I was Brian Cashman or whoever, I said, look, it's August and September. You got two months, dudes. Don't mess anything up. You have two months. Come to the game and go home. That's it. Is that hard to ask? Like, is that hard to ask baseball players? Go play baseball go home and that's it but i don't know i mean is that hard or do you think actually you you think think there so. gonna be teams that are gonna Look, um it's it's basically quarantine part two for these guys except they're making a fuck ton of money and they're actually playing baseball so but are they gonna follow it that's the that's question. the thing because I, I mean we joke about but like we were talking about ken griffey and a-rod being smug a lot of these players i'm sure their egos are through the roof they want to be on the road they want to you know I'm sure some, you know, look at it. So many cities are open. They want to hit up the bars. They want to, you know, holler at the ladies. I think that's going to be tough. Like, yeah. they really tell them for two, three months. I think the more mature ones will do okay. But, you know, I'm sure there's going to be young guys who they want to go out and party. Am I worried about Garrett Cole as a wife and the kids, young kids? No. Am I worried about Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, and Glaber Torres, young kids? Yes, I am. I'm very worried about them because they're young. They're going to go out. Uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. And then it brings it into this next next part is that every team can look at saying, yeah, we if we start out hot, we can possibly make the playoffs. 60 games? So let's talk about that. 40 games in the division, 20 games out, right? Any team that can, know, you know, start, hey, if you start off hot, you're in, you're in a good place. If you don't, then you're really in a bad place. You know, our Yankees kind of – the, the weird kind of roller coaster of the season, but Look let me start. classic hot or not formula there, people. <laughs> Look, I'm going to throw out some things. They're opening up. The schedule is going to be released on Monday, but we kind of already know the teams that they're going to be playing. All right. They're starting off Scherzer Cole it against the nationals, July 23rd. Great news. They're going to have 10 games against every other team in the AL East. And then 20 games against the teams from the NL East that include the Phillies, the Nationals, the Braves, the Mets, and the Marlins. Um, when I dug some into the schedule, listen to this. So <clears throat> the regular schedule, they were going to play 78 out of 162 games against teams over 500 or at 500. That's 48% of their games, right? Now, 60% of their games, 36 out of 60 games are going to be against teams over or at 500. So their schedule actually got harder with this new COVID scheduling. So that's crazy. 48% of your teams, uh, your 48% of your games against teams over five, um, over 500 in your regular, regular schedule. And now it's 60% of your games are over 
against teams so, over 500. On the bright side, though, I did look at this, and I have it in front of me. They ran, like, running the numbers. Because they get to face the Na- – uh, not, sorry, the Nationals, the Orioles so much. They face the Marlins. Their opponents last year had a winning percentage of 483, which is actually the third easiest, according to Zip. So if you want to go into that, I mean, I think some of those teams have improved from last year, you know, specifically the Phillies and the Marlins. I mean, so I think that's definitely looking up. But I do think it's harder. I think that, you know, they do all these algorithms nowadays to kind of figure out who's got postseason odds. I don't know if you follow it. it's oddly accurate, and I know a lot of gambling people use it. But the Yankees, they lost actually 31% of their odds to just go to the postseason. And I think because that that's something. Schedule. Yeah, because of the, the shorter 60 games. And, I mean, I think we can all say it. In 60 games, baseball, as much as people hate this, is meant to be played over 162 games because you begin to get that wackiness. Like, in football, I think there's a true talent level. You yeah. Know, in baseball, there's so many, you know, weird things where the fifth starter goes and, you know, so a lot of guys are hurt. So you might end up losing a bunch of games. But in this element, you know, the Yankees, there have been times that they've gone below 500 in a 60-game stretch. Even as most recent as 20, uh, 2017, that team won 91 games. And at one point, they were going through the season. They were actually eight games under 500 during a 60-game stretch. So, you see that weirdness uh, suddenly in a short thing. I mean, look at the Rays. The Rays sometimes, I feel like they get off to a crappy start and then they'll play great. So, I mean, I think in general, 60 games, we're going to see some odd stuff. I'm kind of almost rooting. I mean, I want the Yankees to win, but I'd like to see one of those weird teams like, you know, a Marlins somehow have no. a great 60 games and make the playoffs. Just no. It's such a weird season. All I right. Want so, so, look, look. I mean, the old schedule, the teams that we were playing for the NL were the Cubs, the Cards, the Brewers, the NL, the, um, what do you call it, the NL Central, right? Which would have been good, some good games. I would have really enjoyed seeing the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Brewers, some interesting teams. Now your place is with the NL East. Here's why I'm a little nervous. And tell me if I'm okay to be nervous here. With this odd way of the season, now I know we have Garrett Cole, but you're going to be playing the Rays, the Nationals, the Phillies, the Mets. And I'm only saying the Mets because their pitching is, I mean, if you count, the, obviously, the Grub. I mean, you're going to be facing some pretty stellar teams that can pitch, man. This isn't, you know, you're not facing the Royals in the in the middle of August or, the you know, the Detroit Tigers in the middle of June, you know. You're going to be facing some top-tier guys. And, and remember, this is a sprint. So you may not get those fourth and fifth starters. You may be getting Blake Snell, Tyler Glass now, and Charlie Morton three days in a row against the Rays. Like, don't be surprised to be like, oh, you know what? We're going to be throwing our best guys out in the sprint. So this is an incredibly hard schedule. If I'm, if you're looking at me, I mean, any time you're playing in Boston and Tampa, it's tough. So, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing, too, kind of to look at it is, I think when you look at – kind of like you told about, so they're going to be throwing their top guys. What are you going to do? For example, opening night, I saw somebody suggest this, and right away I thought it was dumb, but, like, you're going to face Scherzer. It's going to be Cole versus Scherzer. What if you instead, now Cole, you hope that he's going to only start, say, 10 to 12 games, assuming everything works out. Why don't instead, because Scherzer's one of the best pitchers, you put a lesser guy out there to face him, and then you put Cole maybe the next night and hope that you're going to win that start because every game now suddenly is worth basically three in the regular season look let's let's do a newsflash here the yankees could start all in three 
you know, Strasburg, Corbin, and Scherzer is not – that's hard. That's not a, That's not unrealistic. And, that would, and those three games can equivalent to a nine-game winning losing streak in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. You're not facing slouches. You're going to be facing some good throwing arms. It's going to be tough for sure. I mean, think about it. You could go from having to face the Nats to facing the Mets and seeing all those guys plus DeGrom. I mean, it's like, I'm telling you, I don't know. So last but on this subject, 37.5 is Vegas's number. If you're putting five hundred five grand on it right now, Poot, Five grand. Are the Yankees going to win over 37 and a half games? Over or under? What do you take? Uh, I'm going to take over. I think they're in it to win it this year, dude. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sexy. Hey, ah, you think they're going to win over? Oh, that's tough. So that means they would have to go. You So you think they'll probably win over? You. So how many wins do you think they get? I don't know. I think they might get about 50. What? Um, <laughs> I, listen. 50 and 10. Listen. Listen, Jude, I feel it this year. Mood, please tell me that you don't agree with him. Um, I mean, I know that people are going to not like this. I'm going to take the under. I think that they're going to win a lot, but I think they'll go like 35 and, you know, what would it be? 35 and 25, that would be to be 60. Yeah, like I think it'll be close. I just think there's too much weird shit. I hate to say it, <laughs> I think get hurt too much. Like, oh, yeah, I, I do think I'm going to go with Poot. I think they could still win because, you know, talent. But I think that, you know, and, and that will probably lead us into our next subject. But, you know, you already see Tanaka's hurt. Stanton can only DH. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's starting already. Like, that's the amazing part is oh, everyone's going to be healthy. Aaron Hicks, Aaron Judge, James Paxton. And it's already starting. So it's like, I don't know. Let's see. I, I know that, you know, I still think the Yankees have a lot of talent. But I think they might underperform just because of weird fluky shit. If I'm betting, a betting man, I took the money in our bank, my or my wife and I's bank account. I would say the under. Yeah. I, I just I, I, there's something about, and and we'll talk about it next. It's just there's guys already getting hurt and they've been back for two days. There's guys who haven't somehow miraculously haven't healed. They got hurt in, in like last September, and they're still not healed in 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 J- July shocking but yeah i would take the i don't know i'm just taking the under do they make the playoffs yes because i think the other teams i think every i think five i think te- a lot of teams are going to be fighting towards the end like oh yeah it's day. gonna be fun i'll say yeah. this i mean i don't want to get too much into it but like i think the 60 game season clearly very dumb but i think it's going to be a lot of fun and i know I'll that that's i think it's be exciting every game really counts I think there are going to be some things that we've never seen before. Like we always thought, like the, the 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 what do you call it? The bullpen games are like the biggest fad, and I'm telling you, something to be birthed from this that we've never seen. And maybe baseball does go to a shorter season because the games are more meaningful. Like we were talking about the other day in football, if you lose a game or two, that completely changes. I mean, two games in a row completely changes the outlook on the season. There's a stat they show every year. I wish I had it in front of me. You might know it even. They show it teams that start like 0 and 3 have like a 5% chance in the NFL of making the playoffs. Like it's always, they show it. It's so rare. I mean, I think it's even like something like, you know, one in four, you basically have like a 2% chance. So, I mean, it really does matter at the start. All right. Last but not least, our third topic. Poot, are you going to take us in on this? Yeah, the glass man. Just, you. nothing ever goes his way, Jude. He keeps breaking. <laughs> Yesterday, he accidentally hits Mr. Tanaka right in the head. It's it's just, I don't know. I, you know I'm not a fan of him. Stanton, you are trash. 
look, according it's to that, and, I, and this has nothing to do with Tanaka getting hit in the head. He's just right. trash. Really doesn't get hurt. I mean, he's like showing off his body. It's like one of those old <laughs> bod commercials from the nineties. I want your bod. Like, dude, quit being a fucking chiseled, you know, little pretty boy, getting all the, the panties wet on Yankees women's Twitter. They go nuts. They go nuts. They go nuts. One of those women, uh, you put out that question, move. what would you do if this guy grabbed your girl's ass? One girl said, I'd like it or some shit. It's like, holy hell, lady. I thought the best answer was Ron that was <laughs> throw three sliders in a row. He'd miss. Yeah, that's good. Listen, Jude. More importantly, Pablo Sandoval, fat fuck. Did you see him the other day? Yeah, someone, oh, wrote on, someone wrote on Twitter if he ate Jose Altuve, almost died. Frank Fleming was talking some shit. He said that he is officially fatter than Frank himself. <laughs> I don't know about that, Frank. Back to the drawing board. Back to, all right, well, back to Stanton for a minute. Let's be serious here, though. He did pull his calf in, what was it, late February? Right? Yeah. We didn't get a chance to see him. Did we see? I don't even know if he played in that game that we went to move for the first no, inning or not. not. I, I, I think he was healthy at the time, but he wasn't playing for whatever reason. That was, we went to the first spring training game. Here we go. Over, over, under. How many games is he playing this season? 30 or oh. more? I'll oh. say over because he's going to DH. I don't know. I'm going the under again, dude. The guy played wow. – I mean, <laughs> explain to me how someone can look like that. Make thirty something million dollars a year, and it takes five months to heal a, a, a strained calf. So, to give a little, you know, backstory, I read that because he wasn't see, receiving the treatment, you know, like of seeing the training staff and stuff, that he didn't want to push the calf, so he didn't work it out, or like you know, I guess he wasn't doing running drills and stuff during that time where he was pushing it. So that's why they're not sure if he can. He's going to be his legs will be in game shape. Is no, what I, I read think it's what the Yankees are saying that he they don't want him to play the outfield. I think that's just what they're saying. We don't want you to play the. And outfield. it's fun. They, they have plenty of outfielders. It's just like it just looks bad. You have for seven more years. You go to over two hundred million, and you know, kind of what you said. This guy. This guy has a convertible body. Like, you know, his body is just, let's be honest, you know, his arms. I sent the meme. He looks like SpongeBob when SpongeBob was all arms. This guy has the body of a Porsche and the engine of, like, a, po- I don't know, what's a shitty car? My Someone car, the Pontiac. Cause it yeah, like a Pontiac. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable because he's built like a Greek god, yet he crumbles like the statues that get knocked down. It's, it's, I don't get it. We're going to be looked at as complainers according to that thing that's going around Yankees Twitter because we hate on Stanton, which I totally disagree with. That's for another show. I, I just don't understand. I mean, there were some rumors that Judge wasn't going to be ready. Thankfully, I've seen pictures of him swinging, and yeah. Garrett Cole let us know that he was going to be ready to, to swing. Thank God because of – forget about it. But it's just – so my question is is that he's able to DH and run around the bases, but he can't run in the outfield. So what's the difference? I guess just a lot more stops and starts. You're standing on your legs for nine innings. So, you know, I guess an hour plus. It, I don't know. I'm going, I'm going back and looking at that, tra- that, that, that trade and taking all that money. And I'm like, man, can you know what, how much money does he make a year? 30? It's over 30 million, right? Yeah, he makes over 30. The Marlins paid a ton. So, like, the Yankees paid 22 of the 30. 
at the time, it may not have looked too bad. The whole rumor was that they knew that Machado and Harper were going to get paid a ton of money, so they kind of looked at it as like, we'll get him for $22 million a year. Unfortunately, it really hasn't worked out. I feel like this... It, like I said, it, it always feels like the A-Rod thing of, like, when A-Rod was here, and it's now getting different, but it seemed like A-Rod from the start, you know, a lot of Yankee fans were like, he's not Jeter. Stanton, it seemed like a lot of guys were like, he's not Judge. But now Stanton, at least A-Rod performed. Stanton has, he had one good year, and then he's just been hurt. Never never compare Stanton to Alex Rodriguez, please. A-Rod won the MVP in 07, 05. I mean, this guy actually, I mean, yeah, that he wouldn't apply. I mean, the playoffs were a mess until 09. But what has Stanton really done? Okay, he had 38 home runs two years ago. But in Stanton's, in Stanton's, what do you call it? Is that, I mean, that's underperforming for him. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, to me, and then, I mean, I'm not comparing him to anyone, but Stanton has been an absolute devastating loss right now for the Yankees. Let's just put it, let's just call a taco. Even hurt Tanaka. I mean, yeah, he, well, that's another point. But right now, if you were to put a, a sticker on the Giancarlo Stanton trade, we are losers for taking that. And, and that's that's it. Now going to be, I'm a Giancarlo Stater, a hater. You know, I'm just saying that because I, I want him to fail. No, I don't. I want him to succeed. Please. We... Here's the one thing I'll say, I mean, before we kind of wrap it up. I'll say this. I think that Stanton, that you're right. I think that deal is going to look really bad. But I think the big thing is they have plenty of outfielders with, you know, Hicks being back. You know, they're going to put Andujar out there. They have Talkman, who I feel like we don't even talk about. They have <laughs> Frazier, who probably won't even play. I mean, now at this point, it's kind of insane. But, like, I think really for the Yankees, DH him. Make sure he stays healthy, even if he needs to be out of the lineup. Because when he's healthy... You know, we saw what he was. He was a 2017 MVP, 59 home runs. I think that's what you hope. Even if he plays five out of the seven games a week, I think you need to keep him healthy. Don't put him in the outfield. Jeez, he's playing in front of about no and nobody in the in front of the Marlins. He was hitting the balls in the places where I don't even think a fan has ever sat in that stadium. And they even took out the little monument thing where he was hitting. Yeah, very ball. upsetting. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> you went to my the, the Marlins Stadium, right? Mo? I will say it's a nice park. They have really good food. They have great empanadas. So if you're in Miami and next time you're allowed to go to the park, go there for the empanadas, not for the baseball. Look, I, I don't know. The it's, the New York media, New York creates such a stigma right away. This isn't Houston. This isn't, you know, uh, Seattle where everyone loves you or Los Angeles where everyone's just, you know, like, yo, dude, what's up? No, New York. So – he already has a stigma of a guy who's always hurt and a guy who really can't hit breaking balls. So it's just interesting how quick that, that Yankee fans and the media are so quick to label people because look at in the other way, DJ, look how quick people love him and so look how quick people hate Stanton. It's amazing. It truly is. But that's that's why it is. You 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 know, they love DJ because he performs. Then not a lot of people don't like Stanton because he, he's very unsuccessful. Get well soon, DJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that. DJ has COVID-19. Yeah, what is that? Well, well, I guess the good thing is that he's asymptomatic. Sessa has had some symptoms. But they'll be, you know, the, the season is still about two weeks away, a little bit. Yeah, the 23rd. So you're looking about 18, 18 days. So they should be back by then. Be ready yeah. to go. So that's good to know. Get well, uh, DJ. Poot, you've been quiet on this show. 
Yeah, I'm I'm getting hungry again. I just had first dinner, but I, I feel second dinner's right around the corner. So what was for first dinner? Uh, leftovers from last night, chicken marsala. I had a, I made myself a chicken marsala sandwich. And you're not like a big cook, so yeah. I heard that pizza bagel. What was that pizza? Burger pizza wasn't that good either. Oh yeah, the crave. It's more of a novelty. D- did you like it, Moot? Uh, I didn't try because. You know, I think after that, Putin, this might be breaking YFC news. Like, I think I'm out on novelty pizza like that. I think I'm a traditionalist. Like, you Yeah, know, totally. That, I mean, it was just too much. So yeah. you're saying that you would take La Focaccia pizza over there? Uh, I mean, their regular pizza wasn't that bad. They had a vodka. They had, like, vodka and chicken, uh, which, you know, I thought was pretty good. But I think that's more normal than, like, you know, putting a, a complete burger with a fried <laughs> egg on a pizza. In case anybody, you know, crazy. How can you enjoy side, that? How can you enjoy a burger with an egg on top of a pizza? Like, it's like, I want to sit and enjoy a pizza. I don't want to, like, eat this humongous thing. I mean, Poot ate it. it listen, didn't like it. Listen, I thought it was going to be something different. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, that's all. Yeah, well... How about the banana pudding? Was that good? That was delicious. Always. Why didn't Always you send good. me some, Moot? Because it Cause... wouldn't keep. Also, you know, I'll just <laughs> let the, the loyal listeners of YFC know, you know, we're creating a new intro. Hopefully it's ready for this episode. And you offered Poot $15 to make it. So why am I sending you? Maybe I should be sending – that's why I got for Poot. That was my contribution. I got Poot banana pudding. And, you know, I said – I said, you know what? You're an artist. Work at your own pace editing this. You That's come what in. Said. I, I did not say. I said you. I didn't you're rush a tyrant. it. Tyrant. <laughs> Dude, you I offered am him starving. Arby's all, all you have to offer is 15 measly fucking Arby's dollar credits. I, I negotiated with you because we were going to do Uber Eats and we said, no, I won't because I'll just Venmo you the money so you can get more. Because you cried to me when you said, oh, I could only get one steakhouse sandwich because they're $7 a piece. I mean, that's what you said. Jude, I'm starving. Oh, Send it over now. He wants an advance. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wanting Western to finish Union it. Western Union it. <laughs> All right. So for this episode of YFC, we took a look at the new COVID rules. Hopefully everyone stays. Oh, we got, we got coming up uh, Chef MJ Torres and his wife Sarah. Yeah, we got that, big season coming up. We're going to yeah, have yeah. them on. Really do. Yeah. I'm well, sure we'll have on. Nav Hazard coming Who's, back. I talk to Nav all the time. He's excited to be back on the show at one point. Uh, I love how you once had no time for Nav, and now all of a sudden he's your boy. He's my boy. What, boy. Do we he's watch wrestling? We watch AEW on Wednesdays, Raw on Mondays. Boy. Um, we'll see if we can get Mikey back on as well. You know, Mikey hanging in there, tough going through this this time. Twin Talk Yanks. Twin Talk. Look, we're excited. I think that once we get baseball going we'll get back into the grind but YSC uh COVID, oh by the way last thing it was only one point wasn't it 1.2 percent of players tested positive that's awesome yeah. by the way that's really good news so I think we're headed for a baseball season I'm excited opening day is just over two weeks away Garrett Cole sure that may be really one of the highest rated games on TV but for YFC we'll catch up with you next week for Jute, Poot, and Moot see ya